You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 185. Happy New Year! It's 2023. Can you believe it? Today, let's talk about business growth. Let's make 2023 the best year ever. So I thought we'd do 23 business growth strategies to run a successful business. So let's start with number one. Create great customer experience. For many people, products and services, these are not unique. Often there are thousands of choices and hundreds of providers that can supply your customer and the customer can choose from them. The difference between you and everybody else is your customer experience. And unfortunately, in most industries, customer service has become almost non-existent. People will stay with providers just because it's cheap or they think it's too difficult to move. What are you doing to create a great customer experience? It's got to be great, not just good. How are you going to stand out with your customer service? Doing the average is just not good enough these days. And how are you letting your potential customers know that you have fabulous customer service? Jay Bear has a great book called Talk Triggers, The Complete Guide to Creating Customers with Word of Mouth. It gives you lots of different examples on how people are doing it a bit different and stepping up from hotels baking cookies to theme parks offering free soft drinks. Check it out if you haven't already read it. Showing customers great customer service can be as simple as having a phone number that's easily accessible on the top of your website. By giving them the option to buy. It's nothing more frustrating than when you want to buy something and you can't find that buy button or you've got to fill in pages and pages of paperwork or forms before you can go ahead with it. There's lots of things that you can do to create great customer service. And in my episode 173 of Small Business Talk, Selling Without Selling, I give you a few more examples. So if you haven't checked that one out, you might want to do that too. Number two, talk to your target audience. Is your message specific enough? Are you talking to your exact audience? And do they know it? Take this example. You could start with a sales course. Then you could say sales course for executives. Sales course for executives in HR departments. Sales course for women executives in HR departments. Sales course for women executives in HR departments in Australia. Sales course for women executives in HR departments in Sydney. Now we're getting really specific. So people that don't live in Sydney, don't have women executives, they're not going to be interested. And that is the point. You want to talk to your exact people. And would you buy a sales course that was exactly for you or deemed to be? Now this course would probably have exactly the same content, whether it was marketed as a sales course or a sales course for women executives in HR departments in Sydney or insert your town or city. It's just going to be exactly the same. 
but it sounds so much better and people are going to be attracted to that. So if you're at HR marketing looking to get training for your female executives located in Sydney, which one do you think that you would choose? You need to be able to articulate your customer's problem and show them that you are the expert and that you can provide the solution. Getting really clear on your messaging doesn't limit your audience. It creates a laser-focused one. Think about the sun. A little bit of sun over a long distance, it's still cold. A smaller distance, it starts to warm up. But if you put that same sun through a magnifying glass, it burns everything it touches. Wouldn't you want your customers to be so excited about your product that there's no other choice? That you are the category of one and that you're the only one that can supply it, or certainly in their eyes. So are you adding value and do your customers know it? So Small Business Talk episode 90, there was plenty of advice on how to add value in that. So this is going to be a few tips and tricks, but it's also going to be a few episodes for you to go back and have a look at if you haven't already. Number three, marketing your business effectively. 20% of businesses fail in the first year and up to 60% fail before the third year is over in Australia or the UK. In America, it's still 20% in the first year, but it takes a bit longer to hit that 60%. They get up to eight years But think of all the businesses that have failed in between. So why do most small businesses fail? Cash flow and finances. Without regular sales and effective sales that can sustain the business costs, many businesses just don't last. And many small businesses don't consider marketing an activity that needs to be done consistently. Yes, there's good marketing and there's bad marketing. And expensive marketing doesn't mean it's good or will work for your business. So just be careful of people promising everything to everybody because generally that means nothing to nobody except for them. Before you start marketing your business, you need to think about a few things. So whether you're going to do it yourself or whether you're going to bring in outside help, do your homework. What is the cost of sale? How much can you afford to spend on marketing? How much can you afford to pay for leads? Who is your audience? Where do they hang out? What kind of marketing do they need? What do they like? So if you're a very expensive luxury car brand, you're unlikely going to be using Facebook ads. If you're a small business, the Super Bowl is probably not going to work for you. So think about where your people are and the type of marketing that's going to work best for you, not just the person that's providing it, or the latest shiny object that you've heard that somebody else is doing well. There's lots to think about before you boost a Facebook ad. And just because Facebook says it's a good idea doesn't mean it necessarily is for your business. And that's not really marketing. So check out episodes 153, Marketing is Hard. No, it doesn't have to be. 175, Should I Be Paying for Marketing? And 165, Why won't my phone ring? Some great tips there. Number four, updating your website. Websites are not set and forget. It's like your mobile phone. They need to be updated and looked after, especially so that you don't get attacked by spam. Or worse, your website sending out the spam. Most important thing about your website is to make sure that it loads quickly 
and that loads on all devices. We've all had that experience where you go somewhere and it just won't look the same as it should on a mobile or it just doesn't load at all. So be careful of the size of your pictures, particularly with everybody looking on mobiles these days. And we'd love to think that we have great internet, but particularly in a lot of areas of Australia, we don't. So just make sure that it is loading fast so people can actually see what they're looking for and you don't get a bad bounce rate. Your website needs to have easy contact details and it must be relevant to the products and services that you offer now. If it's something you haven't offered for a long time, something that's a slow sale, something you're not going to get again, remove it or put it on a landing page and sell it off quick because there's nothing worse than going looking for something and then finding that it's sold out, you don't have it, you haven't had it for years. Old websites create large bounce rates from frustrated potential customers. By annoying your prospects before they've even found you, you are going to kill all those marketing effort really fast. So check out some episodes on websites. Is it worth investing in a web designer? Episode 171. Why should I spend money on my website when it doesn't bring me in leads? Episode 169. Five ways to get organic traffic to your website. Episode 182. There's lots of ways that you can update your website and get good traffic without having to spend a fortune. Number five, plan your social content. The two biggest problems I see with small business social media accounts is they have it all or nothing approach. Dumping a lot of content at once and then large breaks before the next big lot. Or they're spending so much time on their socials that they don't have any time left to run their businesses. Is that you? You're feeling a bit overwhelmed? Are you doing way too much time on your socials and not having enough time to do the work? Social media is a fantastic way to market your business, to get across your brand message and to tell the story of your business. However, if you are not strategic, then you're wasting your time, money and effort. Adding a post here and there can be fun and it can add to the playfulness of your posting. As part of your strategy, it's a great idea for most businesses. If it's your only strategy, you probably already know that social is not working very well for your business marketing. Creating consistent and planned out brand content ahead of time is the best way to make sure that your chosen platforms are effective. But remember, the platforms need to be chosen because they have your customers on them not because they are your favourite ones and you like to play on it. So some episodes to look at. The secret of creating 30 days of great content. Social media tips for 2022. Now you might think being that we're in 2023, that's not really relevant, but I guarantee you if you check out some of those, it's going to serve you well into 2023 and beyond. And Facebook tips for your business, episode 125. There's some really great ones to check out. Tip number six, leveraging the power of video. In 2022, it was definitely the year of video. Reels became a thing, short form, long form, everything in between. Video was all the rage. Why? Because we craved connection. Whether it was a funny video to entertain us through the dark lockdown period, educate us, or just human-to-human connection. And this trend is definitely going to continue. Video is still hot. 
Authenticity is what our audiences are searching for. The real you, your message, your way. Be yourself, everyone is already taken. Oscar Wilde, one of my most favourite quotes. And the world needs a special gift that only you can have. Marie Folio. Video is the easiest, quickest way for your audience to see, hear and fall in love with you. If they don't love you, that's great too because you're not wasting your time with people that are not right for you and will probably never buy your services anyway. Just remember to use the captions. 85% of videos are watched with the sound off. So having captions definitely puts you ahead of the game. Video is social media platform's preferred kind of content at the moment. So the reach and engagement of this type of content is normally far higher than other forms. If you haven't added video content to your marketing yet, definitely time to do it. And here's a few things that you might like to check out. How are you showing up? Episode 147. What is your why? Episode 115. Are you inspiring? Episode 155. So with all of these episodes, just go to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash whatever the episode number is. So are you inspiring? Episode 155. So smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash 155. Or go to your favorite podcast app and search it there. Tip number seven, set your goals and strategically implement them. As in this time of year, lots of people are setting New Year's resolutions and lots of goals. But will you remember them in a couple of weeks' time, let alone by December? Goals without a date or action are only dreams. Setting goals and making them smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and timely means that you can actually achieve them. And if you want to go one step further, you can make them smarter by adding evaluate and revise on the end. Setting goals is a great way to trigger behaviours. So if you're trying to lose weight, good eating habits. If you're trying to budget for a holiday by setting a goal for how much you need and to save each week or month can be a really good way to achieve that. Goals can also be a useful filter for your decisions. Will it move you closer to that goal or will it not? Is it a good decision to make or is it just something that would be a nice to have? Goals are a great way to create momentum and focus. Once you start, it's easy to keep it going. Have you ever tried bouncing a basketball with one finger? Once you've got it bouncing, it's really easy. But trying to get it off the ground to make it bounce with one finger? That's a whole different story. Setting your goals is the first step. Now you have to make them timely so that you make sure that you do them. Put them in your diary. Allocate time so that you can achieve them. And make sure you're regularly checking in on that so that you don't get to December and think, oh, I was going to do. So now that you've set yourself a goal, don't set yourself up to fail. So listen to Failing Ahead of Time, episode 129, for some tips there. Tip number eight, understanding your competition. Some say that you should understand your competition to enable you to set prices competitively. Well, I disagree. What your competitors charge has nothing to do with what you charge or should charge for your products. 
As discussed before in the target audience section earlier in this episode, you need to know your target audience and what they are looking for. And hopefully, create a category of one so that price is no longer relevant. You should know what the competitors are offering and see what you can add to yours. Are they doing something that you're not? Can you tweak it and make it better? Knowing your competitors' strengths and weaknesses plus your own can be a great place to look at when you're looking at strengthening your offerings, removing some of your offerings that no longer serve you, or creating new ones. A great example of this is Uber. They took all the bad things out of the taxi industry and eliminated them. Not knowing your driver, having to wait for hours, having to have cash to pay, no choices, not knowing what the price was going to be. They got rid of all of that in one simple app. Another great place to look for innovations is other industries. What are they doing which is the norm in their industry but not in yours? The booking accommodation model was turned on its head with online software like bookings.com and then later Airbnb. So how can you stand out from your competitors and create that category of one where you're the only choice, you're the one that they're looking for? What can you do differently? Number nine, invest in cybersecurity and train your team. With all the recent attacks, cybersecurity is certainly a hot topic. Small businesses are often target because of the ease of access to get to your information. Identity theft is big business, and it is a business. And thinking that you won't get attacked because you're not important, you're just a little person, whatever it is that you've got, you really need to think again because they need your information and it's easy for them to get it. You need to be informed. And most importantly, you need to train your team on cyber awareness too. 95% of all cyber attacks are caused by human error. Somebody's clicked on something, they've opened something, and this creates a security breach. We had Katrina Ford on for episode 85. What are the real risks of cyber for small businesses? So check that out. It was a great episode and I think we'll try and get Katrina back on this year for 2023 because she's just an absolute wealth of knowledge, got some really great tips that everybody can use. Well, this has been quite a long episode for a solo episode and we're only up to tip number nine. So I think I'll probably split this into two. So here are your first nine. So let's recap. Create great customer experience, number one. Talk to your audience, your target audience, number two. Market your business effectively, number three. Update your website, number four. Plan your social content, number five. Leverage video, number six. Number seven, set goals and strategically implement them. Number eight, understand your competition. Number nine, invest in cybersecurity and train your team. So that gets you plenty to start with and think about. Until next week, when I do 14 more, have a look and see what you're adding to your business. Now, some of them might be new, some of them might be old, some of them might be things that you should be doing and have forgotten. So just have a little think about what you can add to increase your business growth in 2023. So SBT audience, enjoy the journey, and I'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe 
to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.